2: Up.
0: one beast
2: Just one weekly discussion of comics and nerd culture i am your host robbie dorman literature geek and writer
0: and i'm your other host eric's a good night professional artist and illustration nerd
2: and we are the handsome boys comics hour your home for news reviews slightly antagonistic banter and much much more this is episode 126
0: that's a that's a lot of, of episodes
2: and that is and it's it's, it's, it's truth there this is the 126th of them
0: mhm the mo it is the highest number we've ever done
2: not padding our stats whatsoever
0: i think next week we should just uh we should jump around a little bit we should go straight for episode 400 and record it next
2: it, and release it next or wait until 400 and then release it
0: that's a good that's a good question like a
2: time capsule podcast
0: That'd be interesting, wouldn't it?
2: We have to make our predictions of what we think is going to be happening, (laughs) and then we can't (laughs) listen to it. We just just don't listen to it. We just seal it away, and then when Mm -hmm. episode 400 comes out, we release it instead of actual episode 400.
0: I think by then we'll be firmly in the MRA wave of comics, and we'll be reading Death of Wolverine 2. Uh, Secret War number 9 will still not have come out.
2: Uh, I think it will have just come out. Finally, finally see what happens to Doom and Mister Fantastic,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Invisible Woman.
0: I don't think I don't think I sound very good when I call myself one beast. I don't I don't think you sound. I don't think I don't I don't think I sound very cool. I'm like one beast. I feel really I feel really self conscious. I think you are beast though. I I, yeah. Of those two, I think that suits us.
2: None of the other original five
0: Mm -hmm. don't think so. I'm certainly not Warren. Mm-mm, neither of us are Warren. Neither of us are Jean Grey.
2: Nope. I don't think either of us are Bobby. We're not, we're, yeah, we're not gay. Bobby. We're
0: not gay snowmen. I'm uh, I'm uh, hairy and loquacious. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, I, I. It suits me. I just feel. I don't know. I just was very self conscious calling myself a beast. You gotta go one beast. <laughs> I'll be sure and do that.
2: We'll go back in time, and make that, make that choice. That sounds, that sounds
0: good. We so, could record it again. Yes. So,
2: so Eric, we got some comics to talk about this week,
0: At, and as opposed to just stupidity,
2: that too. I'm sure we'll have some a lot of that, but you know we always yeah. do.
0: Yeah, that's that's you come you 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 come for the comics, you stay for the stupidity.
2: Stay for the stupid.
0: Yep, that's true.
2: What uh, we are be discussing, we are be discussing. I that I just said that. Uh, <laughs>
0: See, this is what keeps people around.
2: We will be discussing in Nerdy Book Club uh, the Jamie McKelvey, Kieran Gillen, Young Avengers. See how we feel about that.
0: I think we we feel things.
2: I I've, I I'm not. We'll, we'll we'll hash it out.
0: I was gonna say spo- Don't spoil it for nope, me.
2: Can't spoil it. But nope. b- before that, we have a comics that came out this week to talk about this yeah. this very past week, this past mm-hmm. Wednesday. They're fresh. Fresh. Warm.
0: Straight out, straight out the oven.
2: It's time for Weekly Floppies. Weekly Floppies is the part of the show when Eric and I will read a selection of this week's books and tell you to buy or do not buy them. There may be a mush meter involved, depending if you know for a little wishy washy. Mush meter better because it's alliterative mm-hmm. than wishy washy meter. Mm-hmm.
0: You we- could call it a wishy washy weeder, but no one would know what that is. They'd <laughs> be
2: like, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, our per- our first issue this week is Secret Wars number eight, the penultimate issue of Secret Wars, unless they decide to add in a tenth for uh, no apparent reason.
0: It'll be it'll be ten of nine.
2: Ten of nine, written and designed by John Hickman, art Esa Ribic, colors Ivor Sforcina, letters Chris the Greek Alapolis. Uh, things are happening. Indeed, I'm not sure. It's good
0: of good of you to point that out.
2: Not precisely sure about everything that's happening in it, but there are certainly. Doom kills Thanos a lot. He he kills yeah. him much.
0: He pulls his spine out.
2: Yep, fatality.
0: One and one deft move. It is very. Except he, he vaporizes. It's not. It's it's violent, but it's not like. Gory. Yeah, yeah that's a good way to put it. It's we, not. It's not Mortal Kombat violence.
2: There's but there's lots of grandiose and uh, mm-hmm. violence and and big things happening and. I, 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 I'm a fan. I, yeah, I'm back on board. Mm-hmm. The last one was a little slow. Not and not didn't seem important. I I certainly poor giant Ben Grimm. You don't make it. Oh yeah. I'm always rooting for giant Ben Grimm.
0: And now you can root for giant Groot. That's it even that by, rhymes too.
2: Oh, we're gonna. I think my I think that is my my rooting interest is now switched to gigantic Groot. Mm-hmm. But I'm a buy. I like it. I don't know. It's nothing. It's,
0: it's 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 almost stupid that we read it because it really is everyone should everyone should be following this i don't know it's almost kind of contrived that they show up at the end with the infinity gauntlet but something's got to end this you have an you have an issue left this 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 beastly drawing of uh of captain marvel isn't going to do it I don't know. It's, it's,
2: it's, things are happening. Um, I'm, I don't know. It's not, it's just, it's a big event comic. It feels like a big event comic. It looks really nice. Uh, he said Ribbick is doing a great job, uh, even if it is taking him a long time.
0: Mm hmm. Drawing of the Hulk biting Mr. Sinister's hand. (laughs) Yes. Just like little stupid Easter eggs in this of just wacky ass shit happening. It's pretty delightful.
2: Yeah, there are some comic moments for Mm -hmm. sure. It, it is for all the doom and gloom, ha uh-huh, uh Doom and Groot. There, uh, there is. It's still, it, it not necessarily super intense. I, 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 I. There's not really any kind of. I don't know. The tension has kind of been alleviated because we've seen like 40 comics already come out. You know. In,
0: yeah. In we this. we kind of know how this ends anyway. We're just sort of waiting for it to happen.
2: Yeah. Let's see, actually, what happens for for Mister Fantastic and mm-hmm. everything. I think that's the only mystery left, is like, where's Mr. Fantastic and Invisible, and where's Reed and Sue? Because everyone else, I think we know where they are in the Marvel continuity right now. Have we seen, I don't think we've seen Franklin and Valeria.
1: Mm-mm.
2: No. But everyone else has made their appearances. Buy? Yeah, buy it. It's. I mean, you're probably, I don't know, if you, if you have any interest whatsoever at all, you probably are already buying it, but it mm-hmm. does what it's supposed to do. Yeah. I don't know. There's not drama or tension in there, but it's a good book.
0: Yeah. Just really wish that they were over at this point. One more. Yep. One, one more.
2: Yep. So that is a double buy. Secret War number eight. Our next issue is Scarlet Witch number one, written by James Robinson, art by Vanessa Del Rey, colors Jordi Belair. I'm just doing that for memory. Come on. Where's I need letters? Letters, Corey Pettit uh this is the uh it's a, a new scarlet witch book a new solo scarlet witch book uh costume redesigned by kevin wada um seeing her it's, it it feels i don't know like a more moody Doctor, the doctor strange book it feels like a moodier version of that in a certain way
0: do you know what it makes me think of is uh sun- Have you ever seen sunset boulevard
2: yes a long time ago
0: it kind of has like, not necessarily like that old Hollywood feel, but something about that, you know, like aging starlet sort of going through the world. It's just something about that reminds me of, of, I don't know. It's in Manhattan, so it's a little bit different, but it's still like, it's like high society and it's, it's kind of noirish too.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it is. It, it's still, I, I'm really liking cause, the Marvel magic stuff has long been kind of just left to languish. Mm-hmm. And with Doctor Strange and this book, you're getting kind of a glimpse into that world, which I think there's still... It never has been a huge focus of Marvel Comics. It's always been kind of the... And I think it is still unexplored territory. Yes. In a lot of ways, so you could do a lot of interesting things with it. I, uh, Vanessa Del Rey's art in this looks really, really nice.
0: It does. There's... I, I kind of don't like my art quite so mushy. I mean, I think sh- everything she's doing, she's doing a good job. It's just, it's a little ill defined, a little, I, I don't know. I feel like this would be very difficult to read and would look almost incomplete without the colorist, but it's by no means badly done. It just is a little, a little loose and squishy for my taste.
2: And I don't know how many. Issue she's actually going to do. So I'm, yeah. I, I'm fairly certain that this is going to have a rotating cast of artists. I would
0: hope they would at least do like a short arc, you know, like Moon Knight, keeping Declan Shalvey on it for six issues.
2: Yeah. I, I just, it seems, I, I've heard nothing about, I would have to look back, and look back at the solicitations for the next few issues, but it seems very much like they're talking about it. The artist of the first issue, Vanessa Dore, you know? Mm hmm. What do you think about the the her her that costume redesign by uh, Kevin
0: Wada? Um, I like it for the most part. That crown—I mean, her she's always had a ridiculous crown. It's like I I I want to like that crown more than I do. It just seems—I just feel like Vanessa Del Rey's kind of bsing through it. But the the rest of the costume, I think it's nice. It's simple. It fits in with this era of costumes. Uh, really well. You know, Kevin Wada is, uh, a smart and talented guy.
2: Yeah, I like it. Again, I, I don't know. It, the crown is fine, I think. I don't,
0: it's, it, it, I mean, it, it suits her, but it's like, I don't know. It just looks like a bunch of f- weird ass scribbles. Yeah, uh, it's uh, like... like I'm saying, it, this is more my issue with Vanessa Del Rey. You mm-hmm. know, it, it, it's, it's like I said, by no means is it bad. It's just, it's a little too fast and loose. I believe I'm starting to have the same problems with uh with Emma Rios. Ooh, okay. You know. I uh I don't know. It's just me. It's my own personal taste. It doesn't mean that it's bad.
2: Um but I I really enjoy this. I, I think it's a it's a good place to go. I think it, it does mm-hmm. it's not treading the same territory as Doctor Strange.
0: Yes. I I I don't think this is my favorite book, but it is it's a different flavor in the Marvel universe. I think it's for it's doing what it wants. I think it might have to sort of run for a while to really find out what it's trying to do, to really, like, I, th- I think it has a pretty unique voice. It has a unique point of view, but it, I think it might, it might take a while to find out, like, what's really great about this. This feels, I don't know, I'm coming off it a little bit cold, but I'm happy that they're doing what they're doing, if that makes sense.
2: Are you a buy? I think so. So that's a double buy. It's Carla yeah. Wish, number one. Our next book is part two of Robin War. It is Grayson, number 15. Script by Tom King. Plot by Tim Seeley and Tom King. Art, Mac- Michael, Janin. I don't think we've ever figured out if it's Mikel or Michael. Janine, Janin, Janin. I'm hopeless. Colors, Jeremy Cox. Letters, Carlos and Magwall. Uh, this is uh, seeing the Robins get trained by the Robins, so to speak. Yes, try
0: and figure that out.
2: Yeah, the the four... Established Robins are now, are, are giving training to all the, uh, upstart kid, kiddies, the teenagers and youngsters who are calling themselves Robins as well. The We Are Robin Robins. And then there's a little bit of a twist at the end. Mm hmm. A little bit. Um, I, I, I like it. I mean, I, I, I don't know, I, I'm not, it's, I, I feel the same way I think I felt after I just read Robin War Part 1. And I, I'm for sure, it's kind of the same th- way I feel about Robin War Part 3, which we'll be re- discussing immediately after this. Um, the, I mean, the art looks great. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I think it's, it has, it gives you a little insight into the different attitudes of the legacy Robins and stuff like that. Um, and I'm still a buy. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It, I, I feel like it's a solid, like, seven out of ten.
1: hmm. Sort of like,
0: I would, I, I'm enjoying it certainly better than that. I'm, okay. I'm really starting to, feel very positive about mr King he did not write uh he did not write the follow up issue to this no he did not which is just weird to me, but he did write this one and i I like the feel of it I think this is a good event I have complained a couple of times that it seems like they're having an artist like do like poser or generic um uh three uh, d models and then they're having someone trace those models. Because everybody has kind of an action figure body in this. It 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 feels really weird to me. Like, all the faces, I don't know. It's a little bit too perfect, and it looks... Yeah, I, I, I've gotten that sense many, many times. Only in D.C. And I'm getting it again in this book. It could be this person just has a really amazing command of dimensionality but it looks like it looks like they're taking some cheats in there. I don't know. It still doesn't look that bad though. I've certainly seen worse books when I criticize it for that. I'm really enjoying this Robin event. Okay. I think it's I think it's one of the best things that DC has put out event-wise in a while. It's not amazing, but it's these characters acting they they they're acting correct. Mm-hmm. you know it they're compelling and they're doing interesting things it's just it's well done it's just on a different level it's like reading the Cullen Bunn Aquaman even though it's not like absolutely stellar it still doesn't make me want to throw up in my mouth it scratches
2: a particular itch
0: yeah yeah you know it's it's like uh reading the Man of Paul Batman you're like this feels correct this feels right you know mhm there's a lot of decisions that have led up to this. Like, I I don't know. Gordon, as as Batman, just gets weird in the next book. I'm a buy on this. You want to go ahead and talk about that one?
2: Yeah, yeah. We can segue right into it. Um, that's so double buy, Grayson number 15. Um, our next book is Robin Moore Part 3, which is Detective Comics 47. Uh, it's written by, I believe, Ray Fox. Yep. Art, Steve Pugh. Colors, Chris Sotomayor. Letters, Wes Abbott. This is. Uh, detective comics now that uh they, they after this is post Man and Paul Muccioletto, and now this is more of a street level uh folks focusing on Gordon and, and the Gotham Police Department and following the events of Robin War Part 2 we are seeing the large majority of this issue is about dick and Gordon kind of hashing things out and seeing what happened has happened to all the robins I don't know it, it it has led, it led to a point where I go, oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I want to read the next one. I like it, I think that mm-hmm. event, the event has done a good job, and like the, at the end of it, each issue, I'm like, okay, I want to keep reading. Like that's all it needs to do, really. You know, I, 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 this is a kind of where like I'm not, I think the way we described every single issue, I'm like, I'm, it, at any point, like if it turns bad, I might, you know, it might lose me. But I'm, I'm so interested, I'm so intrigued, I kind of wish, I, I don't know how many parts there are in this. There's, I don't, I've never, I haven't seen that anywhere. I don't know. It, it feels almost too quick at a
1: certain mm-hmm. point,
2: but it's not bad. It's it's I, it's still good and interesting. I I do like Dick and Gordon interacting. I think that's
0: I like it okay, but I'm very confused why um why Gordon is 28 years old and he looks like Midnighter.
2: Yeah, I, the giving him the Mohawk was a not. I don't. That was, I do not... Yeah, especially considering Midnighter is around, mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. that same haircut, is Batman analog. Yes. Like it just... It is, well,
0: I think this means that they need to hook up. That's Steve Orlando, if you're listening.
2: According, according to his, Who has children.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it, I mean, just... I mean, Mid- Midnighters, Midnighter's that sexy. You know how it is. I guess that's, he'll, that's a fair he'll point. Make you, he'll make you question your life decisions. i kind of want to just recite the whole lewis ck bit about yeah yeah (laughs) about seducing your dad
2: yeah he's it's it's just a it's a hard thing for me to for me to buy into gordon has always been a 50-ish year old man Mm -hmm. middle-aged guy who's worked his way up to commissioner and he's kind of you know he'll point a gun at somebody but he's not gonna get in a you know this is not year one gordon this is you know batman is come and gone there's four robins like i it's weird to, it's Mm -hmm. it's it's the hardest thing for me to get past so i don't know it's I, i it's and it's not i don't know bruce wayne is already kind of the playboy i don't i keeping Gordon as like a stolid dad figure I think would be even more interesting to, me, but
0: so he was he looked completely different in an issue maybe two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, the Batman story with him and the oh what was that chair called that he took from Darkseid?
2: yeah that's that's uh well, that's i don't that, that dark was, there, that's out of con i don't know where the justice League stuff is like in that's still Bruce Wayne and i that's don't that's true i just yeah. i just don't know like it's i don't know where how continuity lines up in that way cuz that it's just a is, hot
0: squishy mess is what it is
2: correct i agree and i just choose to ignore it um but i i don't i like it for getting past that gordon looks like midnighter and mm-hmm. he's i he feels like he should be older and too old to do this but whatever i
0: that's right whatever I, I,
2: whatever i it's you know The Robin stuff is still really good. I'm intrigued about the prison stuff. I'm intrigued about Grayson's, Dick Grayson's plan. Like it's going, it's going in a different direction than what I expected it to go. Mm -hmm. So that is enough, honestly, in this kind of event where a lot of DC events have gone completely by the books. So bye. I'm a bye.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good. It is a good book. You should buy it.
2: So it's Detective Comics number 47, double buy. Um, we'll be continuing to cover Robin War. There was also a Robin War tie-in in Gotham Academy this week. It is not
0: central it is to mentioned in it, this book.
2: Yeah, it is. They basically tell you what, why you don't need to read it in this book, honestly. Like, if you are only concerned about Robin War, you know, and you're not reading Gotham Academy, this book tells you, hey, you don't need to, which feel doesn't like you seem... Sh-
0: I feel like you should be reading Gotham Academy. You should
2: be reading Gotham Academy, but... That I don't think that's a good practice from for books just to sum up. Like that's what you do in event comics is if you're gonna have a tie in you the only the best tie in books are ones that feel essential. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Our final book of the week is Headlopper number two. I was expecting Come on, Eric, give me a woo.
0: No. Okay.
2: Written and art by Andrew McLean, Mike Spicer's on colors. Uh this is two of four quarterly book. Uh time flies, Eric.
0: It really does. I, just I was,
2: felt like he we was, just read the first issue.
0: I know at the end of last month, he was talking about, he was about to publish this. And I'm like, God damn, is it another quarter already? It's grotesque. Time's going by so fast.
2: This book's awesome. It, uh,
0: it's, it is not to be missed.
2: It's really great. I really like it a lot. It's probably my favorite book of the week. Um, it literally, it made me laugh out loud.
0: At what part?
2: <laughs> the, when he's, the, the ghosts are attacking him. Mm-hmm. And he's calling for help from the the witch head. And she's like, "Well, say magic's more powerful than steel." Yeah. And he, and he's like, and he finally does. And he's like, "Come on, help me!" He's like, "I'm not helping you. you fucking cut off my head!"
0: <laughs> <What?">
2: yeah. <laughs> so <was> like
0: <laughs> I'm trying to find it. Oh, where is it? She calls him a motherfucker or something, doesn't she?
2: Yeah. I hope you die, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's so good. Yes. Yeah. No, it's pretty good.
2: Mm-hmm. And then he proceeds uh, to lop off the heads of giants.
0: hmm It's pretty epic. The giant Draugr. He fucks it right up.
2: No, it's... I don't know. It is exactly what I want from this kind of book.
0: I just feel like the last one was a, felt a little denser. Yeah,
1: for That's sure. That's
0: my only thing, is um, I just want this to have more content if it's coming out so occasionally. I don't know. It should be this long or longer even, but it, I don't know. I want it to be denser. I don't want it to just be two or, you know, I, I don't want four pages of him hopping around, <laughs> chopping stuff. Right. You know, it's, I mean, not that that's not really cool, but I, I don't know. It should be made denser on purpose. So, you know, you, I don't know. I don't want to read through something in five minutes that I have to wait three months for.
2: Yeah, there's certainly a lot more plot and story in that first issue. This is certainly a lot more action, and seems like you, less time passes mm-hmm. in this one. Um, I honestly wish that this would go on forever, so there'd always be more Headlopper. Mm-hmm. But um, that would. But there's only two more issues. To this, theoretically, I mean, more Headlopper if you wanted to.
0: There's literally no reason to stop. You tell me you can't keep coming up with stories like this, and I'm pretty sure that this is this is pretty rife for uh, for storytelling here. Mm-hmm. The guy, how that how, had... how many years did they tell Conan stories? They are still doing that. Yes, exactly. They continue. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed.
2: <laughs> and this is I don't know it it is very Conan esque, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It, I haven't read any recent Conan comics, so I can't speak to how like how much levity is in them. But this is. As well as having cool action and a lot of fantasy and, you know, barbarians and people getting heads chopped off. There's, you know, it's funny and humorous as well. And it's light and there's a lot of weird stuff in it that reminds me of Adventure Time in a certain way.
0: Yeah, It it's, uh, he's got that kind of aesthetic to him. And it's kind of an Adventure timey kind of world. Got our boy Aaron Conley doing pin-ups for this book.
2: Looks really, all the pin-ups are amazing.
0: I like his and I like the second one as well. Who's who's the artist? I was not familiar. I'm not familiar with the Stephen Green guy, but it's pretty awesome. I like it quite a lot.
2: Yeah, they're really good. I'm yeah. I'm a buy. It looks nice. It is fun and cool and criticism aside, so it's still a very very solid book. Definitely worth your purchase.
0: Mm, everyone everyone needs needs a head lopper. You should you, you need you need it in your life.
2: So that's a double buy. Headlopper number two. That's double buying everything. Double buys for everyone.
0: I know you get a double buy. You get a double buy. It's a bunch of good books this week.
2: Yeah, yeah, solid books.
0: Are you applauding the books?
2: I was closing my iPad. Okay, because I don't need it anymore.
0: Just throw it in the garbage.
2: No, no, not doing that. That is not. But you know, with 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 that, you know, you know, it's time to for weekly floppies be over. Or...
0: Weekly floppies to be over.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a good talker.
0: Mm-hmm. Robbie always, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, do a lot of drugs before you start this podcast.
2: Only Coke Zero.
0: Yeah. Snort Coke Zero, though.
2: It's not good. You should, don't breathe liquid. That's my advice. <laughs> eh. No, okay. Man, you know, maybe to, once to, in a
0: while. To, to each his own. You know how it is. Sure.
2: I, uh, we can move on to our next segment. How about that, Eric?
0: How about it?
2: It is time for Checking In. Checking in is the part of the show when Eric and I will talk about what we've been up to during the week. Cool things? Television? Video games? Eric, what have you been up to? I have a suspicion I know, but you tell me.
0: <laughs> Maybe you need to tell me. I, I don't have a clue what I do anymore. Really? Mm-hmm.
2: You texted me a message about a certain television program. I assumed, uh, you, I assumed you were going to talk, talk about that, but...
0: Oh, I haven't been able to finish it yet. Okay. We should we should both watch all of it and talk about it. Okay. I I do you want to talk about it a little bit? Because I I don't I you, don't mind talking you, about Jessica Jones. It you, gives me something to fill some air with.
2: You may, I, I you can give preliminary thoughts, and I don't know how far you've gotten.
0: I am not quite all the way through it. I do think that they have made the smart decision of Kilgrave slash the Purple Man. He's mostly known as Kilgrave in this. Um, he, he is the the larger overarching villain of this, and it is framed as it's kind of a survivor story of how Kilgrave has really ruined uh, Jessica's life. But it, I mean it it really dominates the whole the whole the whole uh, plot of the series. That doesn't bother me, but the thing that really gets under my skin. And I can't really blame them for this, but it was one of the best things of the Jessica Jones of the Alias comic, was seeing how she fit in in the larger Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. And that's just not present, this. And it bothers me. They've even, like, they've given her a best friend character mm-hmm. who looks just like Carol Danvers well, in the old days, and I can she's not.
2: that That is... Hellcat, which is... She's Hellcat? She's, that's Hellcat, yes. Interesting. But I, I, I don't know if they're ever going to actually do anything with that, mm-hmm. but that is who she is.
0: Okay. I was not aware that that was... I don't know. I they, don't know that any of... I, 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 it, it seems like it was entirely made up.
2: Well, it, they changed her name slightly, mm-hmm. um, but that is who that is.
0: That uh, that makes me feel better about the character. It's it's all these people that are invented that I'm I'm supposed to feel interested in and that's uh, I don't know I, like I, they I, they I, they have they've invented a lawyer that Carrie Ann Moss and granted I love Carrie Ann Moss. I think she's great in this. I I don't know. They're trying to give some depth to her character but I just don't care for it. But they they switched her out with instead of Matt Murdock. What were you gonna say?
2: I was gonna say I've heard, seen similar complaints online about that. Yeah. Now that they've now they are two shows deep in the Netflix series and you don't really see very much confluence between mm-hmm. the Netflix shows, the ABC shows, and the movies. Mm-hmm. You know, they exist separately. Yeah. They're all the sorta
0: of the, Right. They're all sort of their own thing. You
2: might see a little bit of crossover. You know, you'll see Clark Gregg pop up in Avenger League, or you'll see um, agent carter i forget the actress who plays her you'll see her pop up in a, mar- a movie once in a while but the netflix movies don't have anyone you know they they've asked the directors of the various upcoming marvel movies like oh are we gonna see matt murdoch just pop in you know or is he gonna be in some war at all or any of this and they're like no we don't wanna we don't we, we don't know how to do that i'm like it's not that hard to, to no. have him just have him just wave the camera for five minutes you know they're they Mm -hmm. take some to the street or something you know they there there's been more than one person i've seen complain about that online about how it's really not you know that having a connected marvel universe isn't really what they're the movies are connected you know the the netflix shows are loosely connected um
0: they 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 definitely describe the events that happen in the movies but they don't show any characters. Like there's a kid running around in a Captain America costume. It it, for the most part, they are sort of walled off, and I don't, I don't know. It doesn't feel great.
2: No, I mean, and I understand that you know there's probably a lot of issues about because they're all huge stars, and for the most part, and trying to get those people to show up in a TV show requires changes to contracts and
0: no, of course and i don't expect that, that but, stuff, but to to put daredevil in it who's in a netflix a, a netflix show it doesn't seem like that's out of the question no you know i feel I, like i feel like you could have him in a cameo
2: i feel like they're they're doing the same thing that they did with the marvel movies to begin with where you looked at mm-hmm. those movies and they were isolated from each other Yes. Like, you'd have Nick Fury show up at the end in the you know after credit sequence or something. But until the Avengers, you really didn't have many of them, you know. So it it let them be established by themselves first, and then you know you saw them together, so that you had a better idea of their character and how when they interacted, you had a better idea of the full kind of context. But in the the movies are two hours, television shows are a dozen episodes or so when they're an hour long. It's a lot of time. You could maybe have some a cameo here or there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You get Luke Cage. I know he's in there, right?
0: He is definitely in there. I, I just there's a lot of things that that I don't like. I just I don't think the person that plays Luke Cage is bad, but I don't think they have any chemistry. Him and Jessica Jones. It just feels so bad when they're on screen together. Okay, I'll have some. Like they've they've warmed up a little bit, but it's just. I don't know, I feel so uncomfortable I, I i it's it's not bad, and I think there's a lot of things that you can praise about it. There's a lot of things that just feel foaming to me, and that's largely my issue with it okay
2: i I've been um, meaning to sit down and watch it, but oh there's I have to play video games sir
0: I, I I hear that
2: is there anything you wanted to touch on else besides Jessica Jones anything else you do
0: uh, I don't know that there's too much else. We've had our last drink and draw of the year which go? i was very it was i was i was very pleased and I th- i'm uh, just very happy the cafe has hosted us twelve times I think i'd i i do not know i am I'm, I'm just very happy everyone that, that came out all this year and i don't know it's just been a really wonderful experience and i'm uh, i'm looking forward to next year it's gonna be good it's gonna be extra good so so there <laughs> and i drew i i drew another drawing of uh that that robot girl mm
2: hmm I saw. Well, I saw the first one, I guess.
0: Yeah, you haven't seen this one that I drew last night because I haven't tweeted it. You have not. So that's that's about that's about all I got. I haven't okay. had time to do anything else.
2: I, I have I ever have I have I mentioned Nuclear Throne to you at all?
0: No, no. I just saw it pop up in your what's it?
2: Right. I it uh, I I've had it for a while. It's been a Steam early access video game called Nuclear Throne. Mm-hmm. Uh, it
0: or is, or Nuclear Throne. Nuclear
2: as well. That also works. Um it has been Steam Early Access for a long time. Over a year. Um mm-hmm. they it has been slow and steady development. They've been working on it for a long time. It, constant updates. Uh it is officially released. It is a. it is now available also on PlayStation 4. And maybe PS3? I am not sure. It is, it is I know it's for sure on PS4, like, as well as Steam. It is um, you know, it's a roguelite. You, uh, you're in a post apocalyptic landscape, sort of, uh, and you start out as a weird mutated animal or thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, you can be a, like a fish thing or a plant thing, you know, it's just like, and they each have their own special abilities, and there's, you, you, you have a, you go, it's like a top down isometric shooter. Sort of I don't know, Binding of Isaac is thrown around a lot as a comparison, but it's Binding of Isaac is more of a throwback to older games. This is more recent because you get full three hundred and sixty degree aiming control and stuff like that. It's not uh orthogonal like like um uh, like binding of Isaac is, but you pick up weapons, you kill raiders and monsters and weird thing weird rat guys in the sewer, and as you play you unlock new characters and you're trying to reach the nuclear throne, Eric. It's the goal.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I have yet to do that. It is a very difficult game.
0: It kind of looks like. How do you? uh You're targeting in all directions. You're moving and targeting separately. Yeah,
2: you use your the thumbsticks. One is Thumb movement. Sticks. One is one thumbstick is movement. One thumbstick is aiming. Or you, so can, the... or you can do keyboard and mouse. I prefer mm-hmm. controller because I generally do prefer prefer controller. There's...
0: It uh, I think it's the better way to do this kind of game. But it it looks a lot like Smash TV. Yeah, to that's
2: me. yeah, it's another. Uh, in, like, an older game that, that this probably is inspired by. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, has a lot of character music's really great, has a really cool art style. Uh, the guns r- are really satisfying to shoot. You know, the, every single, there's a bunch of different guns and they all have different, like, things. Every character has different abilities. Like, one, one character has telekinesis, so it sucks enemies closer. One, one, anim- one ability is that it makes corpses explode once you trigger it. So, you see, you kill one guy in a room, and there's a bunch of other guys in the room. You duck around the corner, make that corpse explode, you kill everybody. There's a robot that eats guns.
0: Somebody's got to, right?
2: Mm hmm. But, and you, it's level by level. Uh, you, you, every time you level up, you unlock a new ability that, you know, gives you like more ammo drops or a bigger HP pool or numerous things. A longer melee reach. No, there's numerous, numerous, numerous things. So, every run is a little bit different, and it's, really difficult but it's also it you never feel like it's the the game's fault like it's always your fault you always did something dumb like it gives you inf- the complete information it's you how you how to play is really what decides you know your how far you're getting you know it never really feels unfair and um you keep wanting to one more go one more run it's always that it's very addictive where you're like okay ugh. and you can and again and you probably most games last Under twenty minutes, you know, Mm -hmm. a full playthrough. Some lot a lot much less than twenty minutes, depending on how good you are. (laughs) So it it's very much like oh you only have you know a little bit of time to play a game, you're waiting for something, just want to pop in and play a couple runs, then you can do that. Twelve dollars on Steam. I'm not sure if the price on PS4 is the same, but it is an excellent game. It's really tight, really well crafted. I've I've been there for the entire development of it, so and it also has co op. I haven't tried that yet. I'm kind of interested to try that.
0: You can do over IP co op.
2: I'm not sure if it's over IP or not.
0: It'd be uh that'd be fun. Play this over the internet. Yeah, it's to not have to be in the room with you.
2: <laughs> I hear that a lot. hmm uh, I'm, I'm, uh I've also started another playthrough of Fallout Four.
0: I didn't realize you had finished it.
2: I I finished the main quest. I gotten my power armor to have a jet pack on it. Uh, oh, uh cool yeah uh
0: do you but, do you craft that or how do you do that you
2: have to uh, get a you have to get the top science perk and mm-hmm. the top armorer perk
0: I've only still only put like forty forty four hours in
2: I'm at a hundred and seven
0: it's a lot more it's
2: a lot of hours um uh, mm-hmm. but i've restarted i with my second playthrough i first i made my character female so I can hear a different voice actor and i uh turned basically using console commands basically made my encumbrance uh infinite. So I'm gonna carry the entire world on my shoulders.
0: Sounds good. I'm
2: gonna just pick up everything, not have to worry about it.
0: That's uh, that's good. You've you've beaten it. I have. I I. I It's like it's like getting infinite money in an RPG. Yeah, it's and okay.
2: I, and I'm doing a melee playthrough. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. You're
0: have... playing one. You're playing One Punch Gal.
2: No, no, not not a not a fist, but with weapons, handheld like machetes and stuff oh, okay. like that. Maybe next playthrough I will do punches.
0: Just, one, hey, punch it's one, been perfect. one punch man one punch man it has, sure. has to be one punch
2: there's apparently if you get the highest perks in like for for unarmed and for mm-hmm. ser- certain VATS abilities you can basically teleport around a room and, and one punch everyone to death oh yeah which seems pretty
0: cool Mm-hmm.
2: that game's really good really like Fallout 4 came out less about a month ago and I played put over 100 hours into it
0: I'm nowhere even close to that unfortunately I'm I'm, I'm a really bummed. You are, but I wish I was playing that much video games. I'm not. They're fun. I do. I do like them.
2: Me too. But that's it. I haven't, you know, done a bunch of other stuff. Watch Roadhouse.
0: <laughs> that I also wanted to do.
2: This is a good time. Roadhouse is a. That's a movie.
0: I hear uh, that is what I hear. Yep. Patrick's. You should have you should have followed it up with over the top who uh,
2: roadhouse is entertaining in a lot of ways I, over the top is slow in a lot of parts like hmm. like it has like cool scenes in it but then a lot of it is just like long conversations with sly and his son and that and it's just hmm. uh, nothing this is boring like i want more arm wrestling a dumb I, on TV, in, like interviews on the faux television that they have in, on that, in the movie, where yes, he has to flip the switch.
0: Flip that switch,
2: and Terry Funk's in Roadhouse.
0: Terry Funk, really?
2: Yep. It's you, you know what Terry Funk celebrated? I think this past month.
0: Are you asking me? I assume his birthday, and no, there's a not his no? birthday. Nope.
2: Fifty years of being a professional wrestler.
0: That's. Fucking insane!
2: He has wrestled fifty years of matches. I don't know how he walks.
0: I don't. Most of them don't live that long. He's, most of them retire and don't live until fifty.
2: Well, he's no, yeah. Well, that's so. He's. I think he believes he's in his late sixties. He's.
0: He's. I mean, he's got to be at least sixty-eight.
2: Well, you don't have to. Re- you don't have to be eighteen to start wrestling, <laughs> especially back in the day.
0: I guess so. Professional I mean, wrestling, or is this like? Is he counting a high school wrestling career? No,
2: he's he's seventy one. Okay. Uh, to be, but I mean there are uh Paige is a current female wrestler in the WWE mm-hmm. first wrest her wrestled her first professional wrestling match when she was fourteen years old.
0: That's weird.
2: Her parents her family is also all almost all wrestling. So when mm-hmm. you're in the family, it kind of you're yes. obviously gonna have more of a more of a chance to wrestle at an earlier age.
0: Terry Funk, Jesus Christ. That's insane. Nineteen
2: sixty five, his first match.
0: One year after beat the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan show.
2: <laughs> there you go. That's your Terry Funk fact of the week.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's just that just makes me feel all kinds of things that I can't describe. You're I think sc- we need to we need to end this section before <laughs> okay. I cry.
2: Okay. There was a guy at the at Filmfell last night who had actually mm. who's actually interviewed Terry Funk and made him cry. Wow! By asking uh, a question about his family, and apparently Terry Funk started crying.
0: That's sad. It is poor Terry Funk. They're probably all dead because he's so incredibly old.
2: No, his his brother lives up in uh, near Gainesville okay. and has a wrestling school. Dory.
0: Is is he also a Funk?
2: He's a Funk. Dory Funk.
0: Dory Funk. That is a name. Dory Funk Junior. Dory Funk Junior. I can't. This is, <laughs> I can't. I can't believe this is real life.
2: <laughs> it's wrestling.
0: It's wrestling life.
2: It is wrestling life. Okay, Eric, you want to talk about some uh, young Avengers?
0: As opposed uh, to the old Avengers, sure.
2: Well, there's some in there, too, but mostly young.
0: The Young and old. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it is, I think, checking in. We, we've d- digressed into talking about Terry Funk for five minutes, so uh tells us we've run out of steam in this segment.
0: Funk cast is over. Funk
2: cast is, oh, wow. Mm.
0: We do calm, a, down. A funk calm, mis- calm Calm it down there, boy.
2: WW Network, we just go back and watch every single Terry Funk match in their archives and just talk mm-hmm. about them.
1: It's uh, a good podcast,
2: right, there. That'll be uh, my 6th, 7th, 8th podcast, maybe, in there somewhere. <laughs> I have a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is time for our final segment. <laughs> it is time for Nerd Boy Book Club. Nerd Boy Book Club. Is wow, that was that is four words. Nerd Boy Book Club is the segment where Eric and I will assign a a longer collected work and uh, discuss it in depth, like you would a book club. I generally don't say it, but obviously there will be spoilers if you've not read this stuff yet. Um, uh, we are doing Young Avengers issues one through fifteen. It's the second volume of Young Avengers, written by Karen Gillen, art by Jamie McKelvey, colors by Matt Wilson. Who did the letters uh, Clayton Cowles. And um, this is basically all one story. I mean, there there's a kind of twists and turns along the way, but it's fifteen issues. It's a kind of clear, concise story involving all these characters. Um, did you read the first round of Young Avengers, Eric? Have you ever read that?
0: Yeah, uh, we we read way in the long, long ago when this story with Wiccan and Loki came out. We read that issue.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: you may remember.
2: I do. I mean, but the the prior one, the one where we first meet some of these characters, like you mean Lincoln. the one
0: that's not part of this? Correct.
2: The first I, volume is what I'm the the first volume of this. It came out the mid two thousands.
0: Well, I have something and did read something like the story with. Uh, they even reference it where Loki is having Korean food with uh, with with Miss America.
2: No, but neither of them are in that first volume.
0: Well, this is just another one. I don't know the one that you're referring to.
2: Well, it's one where we first, it's where Hulkling, uh, Speed, Wiccan, mm-hmm. and Kate Bishop are introduced. Mm-hmm. Is their first, and there's, there's a Patriot who's in there as an actual character and not just a weird ghost thing. Mm-hmm. Novar's in there. And, uh, the, a young version of Kang the Conqueror is in there. It was in, let's see, uh, 2004, 2005, and 2006 was that run. This is obviously much more recent. It's also when Kate Bishop first was called Hawkeye. I think that one of that issue is in one of the Hawkeye collections. It was probably the most likely place you have to see it if you've not read those books. It was Jim Chung on art. Alan Heinberg. Writer? Unfamiliar name. Mm. But this is a I don't know. It it uses a lot of the characters from that, but I feel like it does a lot more with them. But I don't know. What do you what are your give me broad thoughts on this? We have some We've we've read some Karen Gillan Jamie McKelvey stuff before. We've read the phonograms.
0: Mm Hmm. Um. Well, I'll I'll um. I think that probably my all of my problems with with Jamie McKelvey are so succinctly summed up in this first scene. Okay. Which is the most blatantly pandering just example of author appeal that I've ever seen in anything ever. Where he just writes Norvar, just I'm just gonna stand here and dance in my underwear to music that Jamie McKelvey likes. You
2: mean Kieran Gillen?
0: I'm sorry. I'm dumb. Have I been saying Jamie McKelvey the whole time? The
2: past like Kieran, three times. Kieran,
0: Kieran Gillen is who I mean. My brain is 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 not working. But yes, it's it's just once you get past that these books are wonderful (laughs) i wish that it i really wish it didn't start with that it's just like really does it do we really have to start with that do do you really have to just be an an insufferable prick (laughs) right off the bat because i i i remembered that issue and i'm like that was a really good issue you know it was i really liked the cast and loki was amazing and I want to – so I picked up this trade long before we decided to do these, and it opened up with that, and it just soured the whole rest of the book for me. I'm like, this is so stupid. But this time around, I'm like, okay, this is like three pages. I'm going to get over it. The rest of the book is r- really, really good. Very nice character work, and it's not just it, – it. it's not just Karen Gillen. It's at just being a cornball. It, it is. It is absolutely worth reading, and I'm I'm glad we've finally gone over it.
2: No, it's a it's. A, I think I have the same complaints you do.
0: Yeah, what what gets in what gets stuck in your crawl?
2: I think he once described Karen Gillen as like showing off, like he mm-hmm. wants to show off, like how good a writer he is.
0: Well, I, I think it's less he wants to show off how good a writer he is. Neil Gaiman wants to show off how good a writer he is. Often, often yes, true. Karen Karen Gillan wants to show off. How cool he is, that how is, much that, how
2: much he knows about music,
0: yes, that's what he's trying to do constantly it's it's like it's like everything is a brag, that's what that first scene is. he's like how look look look, look how cool I am, guys, look at this, look how cool this is, I'm just like, you're a fucking idiot, stop, <laughs>
1: yeah, okay, I, but like
0: go ahead, keep going
2: no, I was i'm yes i I can't I, I don't know it, it A lot of people love it. A lot of people love all of that. Love the, that him, it, it, the problem with me, I think the biggest problem is every time something like that happens, and it's not always just a music reference, but a lot of the time is a music reference, (laughs) especially the fact, Oh, Novar is suddenly, Oh, I am. I love your earth music. Like, okay. Novar, we got it. Thank you. Um, it's every time. And it's not often, it's not always the music references. It's all also all like very, like, clever writing, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. about these characters mm-hmm. talking at an almost meta level about them being characters and about how stories are constructed and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. And I think at, at a certain age in my life, a certain time, I would have eaten this shit right up. Yes. But now I just want them to not be so smart about it. Like, mm-hmm. I want them – I it breaks this, my suspension of disbelief. It, may, it reminds me, oh, I'm reading a comic book. Oh, this isn't real this is these aren't real people, and I don't when I'm reading a story, I don't want to think about that for the most part. I want especially superhero books I think I don't know my taste I think as I've gotten older, my tastes have gotten kind of simpler in a lot of ways for superhero books mm-hmm. where I know what I want, and I don't need them to be super smart a lot of the time um when it's not doing that, it's really good like Karen Gillen's a good writer
0: uh he really he really, really is. That was one of the things that I was noticing about these is I am I'm never confused about like what the plot is, what character is doing what, what their motivation is. Like I think technically he is an excellent writer. Like I, these are all really, really well crafted. And I can't believe how much story he has packed in these first six issues like that. It felt way longer how long's the first trade? Is it more than six issues? Or is or is it less than six issues?
2: It is five issues.
0: Yeah. He packs a ton of shit in there. It's amazing he does so much. It's particularly because they're like he doesn't it's not like he breezes through dramatic beats or really packs stuff in. He's a very efficient storyteller. Just 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 very, very sound. Like it's very enjoyable.
2: Yeah, and it, I, I don't know, it that I think that it comes back to that, where I, I don't know if I'm the, I, I don't know if, if he's writing to a specific, I don't think, I don't think any writer consciously writes for anyone in particular, but generally themselves probably. So I'm not, not, I'm not that in that wheelhouse. So the all the clever and r- clever stuff and the, I, I, and I think the book has that tone throughout it. And that's my, mainly my only complaint, honestly everything else is it's really fun like i don't know it reminded me of the runaways
1: mm-hmm.
2: them dealing with authority and and like their parents i mean literally that is mother is the, the parasite like that's that they're fi- they're fighting throughout this and you know it it's it thematically reminded me of brian K. Vaughan oh yeah runaways where it's like authority is the enemy and in this literally like parents you cannot be trusted
0: Mm-hmm, and and all the adult authority figures can't even see the problem.
2: No, they are they literally are blinded by the powers of this creature. Mm-hmm. Um, it 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 makes me want to go read all the Loki stuff, all that Journey into Mystery Loki book that happened prior to this.
0: I have I have uh, the second trade of it, I'm not the first. <laughs> I want to get all of them.
2: Yeah, and I we'll probably be reading it at some point for the podcast. Um, I hope so. Yeah, it he's the character I think that I like the most in this. I don't know what are the wh- who who's your favorite,
0: Eric? Who did you say yours was? Loki. Oh, I, yeah. You, it, it's never not Loki. It's it's never not Loki. He is absolutely incredible in this. It's just I I don't know. He's fascinating and funny and he's like it's it's like, who who else is gonna be your favorite character? They're they're all pretty good. I feel like they kinda don't give Kate Bishop enough. Like I, I I'm I'm in I'm firmly in the Kate Bishop camp mm-hmm. as well. And she's really kinda flat in this. She's just sort of there to because they needed another girl on the team. She's not really used too much. This is mostly Loki and Hulkling and Wiccan. Yeah. They're, they're they're the main focus of this story.
2: Yeah, they are. And I, that's my other, my other, I think if I was going to not that, in that we don't see a lot of Kate Bishop. I don't know. I think that because she was such a big part of Hawkeye, that maybe it, you know, Gillen felt like he didn't have to cover that as much. Like she's, that characters already always kind of established mm-hmm. and he wanted to focus the story, of course, in that specific way on Hulk, Hulkling and, and, and Wiccan and then Loki kind of so I, I see like but I kinda of wish there's more Miss America, honestly.
0: I uh don't think there's I started out in her. not no, oh, you don't think there's enough character in her.
2: Well, like, they don't show it. Like, it's like, I yeah. feel like there's something there, and like, and near the end, you really mm-hmm. see that potential, and you don't get any of that. It's just like, yeah. hey, she punches Loki. Like, ah, oh, okay. It's just
0: all, it's just all anger and stoicism.
2: Yeah, and like, like, you don't see, like, the stuff that you, they, they, you get right at the end of everything is just, oh, that's really cool. And I get holding that back. Kind of holding back that kind of stuff so that it has an impact at the end, but I wanted more from her than, hey, I'm a badass, you know I anything I punch people hard, I'm real tough, mm-hmm. I don't know it and I felt the same like I felt early on I'm like, oh, she's not she's you know she has a cool design and she's interesting, but then as they went on and on, I'm like, oh, I like her more and more, but you don't never get any much of her being like she's often her dialogue's often an expository, you know it's not. How I, how she, her feelings, which you get bunch of that from Hulkling and Wiccan. Mm-hmm. And which is really great. I'm not really complaining about it. I, I think their relationship's no, that's, really interesting.
0: Well, that's, that, that is the strength of this, is it is a very interesting and character driven story. That's the, that's the parts that are the best. That's, that's why I, I think that's why he's a strong writer. And I, I mean, I agree with you that I, I don't want to just watch a character frown and punch things. I mean, I, I, I guess you can't have everyone just emoting all the time, and it's it it can be okay just to have someone just be the tough guy. Mm-hmm. But I I agree. Like if you you want more, it it, it just feels one dimensional if you don't explore someone. And it could be he just hasn't had enough time. Who knows?
2: But the Wiccan and Hawking relationship is really really good. It's that that. I, although, I don't know, I, I, I know it's intentionally there, but it, it even me knowing that, knowing that it is, a, of course, a part of the plot, it still mm-hmm. bothers me whenever a character has the whole, I don't know if I can do it thing. Like that whole, the hesitance, the Hamlet dilemma, mm-hmm. like the whole, like, oh, I don't know what I should do. It always, I understand, it, it's, it's supposed to make me feel like that, mm-hmm. but it still bothers me.
0: Well, you know what they say—you can't make a hamlet without breaking a few eggs.
2: Jump in a garbage can.
0: That that pun is literally in this book,
2: uh, it, and it makes it no better when you say. It.
0: It's a it's a that that, it, that is an excellent and well crafted joke.
2: There's a reason I stopped following Karen Gillan on Twitter.
0: <sighs> you see, the thing that killed me is um, I also follow. There's a there's an account that's just puns. It's just a pun, Twitter. But he and Karen Gillan both had like the pun dog as their avatar. He still has it, but he put—I—I I, I don't know—he—he he added pieces of pizza to his pun dog. I don't know why, but now I can at least tell them apart. <laughs> but
2: put I don't,
1: True facts.
2: The the I don't I don't know the the I don't know if they I, I, again, I think that Wiccan's power, like the Scarlet Witch's power you know, reality-altering powers. I I don't know. Do you feel like they explore the... Like, I feel like if they'd shown more of why he's afraid, mm-hmm. I would feel more about... I would feel more empathy with him. You know, why he doesn't want to use his powers to a certain extent, and why he's crippled himself, sort of. And, I don't know. Do you ever feel
0: like that? I'm not sure I understand your question.
2: Well, like, the whole point is Wiccan is... And Loki is right. That's a terrible name. Uh, I still don't like Wiccan. Um, it's
0: it's really stupid.
2: No, but, uh, the the fact that like he's like that, that's what they need to win is for him to fully realize his power, Mm -hmm. right? And, and, and disperse the alien thing, mother. But like he doesn't, he can't tap into it. Like he, his, he has self doubt Mm -hmm. and exploring more why of the, the why of that. I felt like I would feel more, underst- I would understand better why he isn't able to do it. What, what's stopping him from reaching that point? The answer, of course, is true love. That is the only thing stopping him. He just mm-hmm. needs true love. It's like the fifth well, element.
0: That, yes, mm-hmm. yes.
2: He just needs Hulkling to say, hey, I love you, love, love.
0: Mm-hmm. And He loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Another Beatles reference.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Two in an episode. Yep. Only one connected to Terry Funk, though.
0: I know, I was gonna say, I don't think he's gonna have Terry Funk hidden in this comic book. No.
2: That's, I, I feel like Terry Funk is not a, in the Kieran Gillen Zen di- Venn diagram anywhere.
0: That's, that's a real shame. Need a little funk in your life.
2: Yeah. Jamie McKelvey, Eric. Mm hmm. What do you feel, how do you feel about his art in this?
0: It's some of his best, for sure. It's, uh, it's lovely. It's really, really good. He handles these characters really fucking well. I I mean I don't know. It's difficult. I mean, you know, his stuff is is very um, good. Good sense of it's very photographic, I suppose you could call it. You know, even though it does sort of have its own sort of stylistic look to it, it's often very static, not very energetic. The lines are very sort of cold, but it it he certainly got his own look and you know i i enjoy him
1: okay
0: i i think uh this is a good looking book we we i think many 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 episodes ago we talked about sort of my like he i think he has a real emphasis on designing an image you know and you you had talked about you know obviously he has uh he has designed many of the the newer the newer costumes for older characters um miss marvel i think
2: who Captain melts? Marvel as well.
0: Captain, that's that's who I mean. Forgive me. So I just well, I she was I, fucked, I, fu- I fucked that up and then got it wrong, or got it still got it right somehow. I'm not I'm not quite running on all all eight cylinders today. Oh, normally it's eight. It's really more like one and a half, but you know how it is. But um I don't know. It's it's clear that's how he goes about crafting an image. That it's it's more about you know this is a shape. This is a design element. Uh, But he still does have a good sense of like this is an object in space. It's an interesting combination of, uh, you know, design uh, or uh, aesthetics, you know. It does sort of, it doesn't make for a great action scene, you know. It's not kinetic the way a lot of people are trying to think. The only thing I can think of is uh, like Daredevil or Copra, Michelle Fife. Mm -hmm. But there's, plenty of uh people that you know draw like high intensity like very lively lines and action this is kind of like uh alex ross you know yeah posed looks very pretty yeah but i i wonder i wonder does he use such extensive photo reference and model reference he very well might because they they have a consistent look throughout all these books whenever he's drawing them he knows the way marvel boy is supposed to look he knows the way that kate bishop looks and even if she's making a different face or is at a different angle it's very obvious that it's her he's excellent at keeping it consistent it makes me wonder how much how much photo and model reference he's using i would imagine quite a lot i don't know yeah, it's unclear i've no,
2: I follow i do follow him on uh twitter but i've not ever it's usually him replying to other people mhm with jokes so, not always. I think I believe he's uh he, he's talked about his what he uses to draw occasionally, but not not I've never seen anything come across the 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 speed that talks about referencing or anything like that. Photo reference or using any kind of, you know, so design software or something like that to lay things out even. I I I I like this
0: more than his work in Phonogram. Absolutely. And Phonogram's not bad, you know. No, and the, the singles club and, and, uh, the hell else is there? I, uh, the, the, the what, what was the new one called? Material Girl?
2: Material, immaterial girl.
0: Immaterial girl, excuse me. It's, yeah, they're both really nice looking, but this is probably some of his strongest work.
2: I, I don't know. I feel like the, it's the, as much a fact that, like, I like superhero books like this more, probably more than Phonogram for the most part. I've kind of soured on Phonogram
0: lately. <laughs> You really were angry the last one we read.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's like a switch flipped. I don't know what happened. It suddenly was like, eh, I don't like this anymore. Like, I, I liked it fine and now, eh, not anymore. And I think it's part of the same reason I, d- you know, my complaints about this, the cleverness. Mm-hmm. Like, but the phonogram is, like, that is mostly what that is. Like, I don't, I feel very loose connections to anybody in that, in those books in the first place. And I don't know. I know a lot of people feel differently. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: People just love the man. They do. You know, I think, uh, I don't know. I don't think it's necessarily undeserved because, you know, as we had mentioned, he is a truly excellent writer. Um, Jamie McKelvey, truly excellent artist. They're, They're a great creative team. I just think that when they get a little too far up their own butts there, you know, doing their whole author appeal thing, it's just a little insufferable. You know, there there are people that are going to think the Wicked and the Divine is like the perfect comic book. Mm-hmm. But I I don't really, I don't know. I, I, it's just like there's...
2: I see the author too much in it. I don't want, yeah. to, I, I want that to be invisible. Like you, we were talking about that with uh, Namona. Yeah. A lot about how, or, you know, how much of that do you see in the work? And it's not the same thing. Exactly. You know, it's not necessarily he's trying to get an agenda across or anything like that, but I still mm-hmm. – it breaks me away from the story. It, I think I think,
0: if, if I was going to compare it to Nimona, I would compare it to the earliest bits, you know, uh, where she was sort of using it as an example, just sort of be silly and fun because that's who she was at the time. And then later it seemed – it seemed like she was – she finally fell into – the emotion of the story and dug into the characters to reveal uh character and plot. And I think that that's, that's where J- Jamie McKelvey is great in this. And it seems like all of his other books just seem to be about like, Oh, you know, all those sexy 25 year olds are really sexy. Like that's the statement he has to make over and over again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like I, I don't really need to be, you know, thank you for another book about 25 year old millionaires. That's, that's really what we need, Jamie McKelvey. That's that's really a profound and important artistic statement. Thank you. But yeah, author appeal, I suppose. Although it's not quite the case in Mona. It's just that was more her growing up a lot. But the man really knows how to write a story.
2: No, there's a, it, this book this this story does weave and bob a lot, especially with all the Loki mm-hmm. kind of transformation and his him you know being kind of a behind the scenes manipulator, like having getting that across while still kind of communicating. Oh, yeah. The plot itself is not a simple thing to do, and no, it, it, it's done pretty eloquently, honestly, it's, while still communicating right. a lot of emotion.
0: It's very, very well crafted. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of characters. I mean, both of them really are 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 to be given credit that you never get confused. You don't confuse characters. Everybody looks unique, has their own personality. You just sort of wish they have more of it, you know. In the case of Kate and and uh, you know America Chavez, that's a that's such a good name. She's no America Ferrera though. <laughs> I, think, I think that's her damn name. What the actress? Yeah.
2: Yes, yes, that is her name. Yeah. What do you, uh, I, I feel like we should at least touch on it is the, the, if, I, I, if you are to believe at the end of the, end of the entire story that none of the characters in this, in this team are, are, uh, heterosexual. It's almost, it's all by bi, yeah. Bi or bisexual or homosexual characters.
0: It's another just almost grotesque, um moment of author appeal there, although, It doesn't really bother. I mean, I I I like that that exists, but it really, it's it just when it was revealed in that moment, I was just like, uh, really, (laughs) you really have to do that? Just like really,
2: yeah. It it I don't know. Like there's people I've listened to people on podcasts like this like reverently praise that moment.
0: And whatever. Yeah,
2: it's, I'm, it, I don't, it, that, it's very much, like, I understand what, like, I, I appreciate what it is trying
0: to say, but it Mm -hmm. is. I believe that it just said it. It already said it. Yeah. You know, showing the characters interacting that reveals that, that, that's much better. It's,
2: it kind of reminded me of the moment in The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. When Rick just when goes, we, we are the Walking all... Dead. I'm like, we, yeah, yes. yes, yeah, we got it. I know. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. yes. Like, thank you, Rick, for yes. for laying that out for us. I did understand that the, the
0: metaphor. Yes,
2: clearly, it needed you to spell <laughs> it out for me. I'm a dummy.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's really good. I like that.
2: I, I don't <laughs> like. I, I guess that the the there's some subtlety there that like, there could be more subtlety in some parts but i think that ties right back into the like i think it's kind of intrinsically karen gillen in a lot of ways mm-hmm. like I, everything i've read from him i don't know star wars the star wars stuff he's done is not like that you know i never it, i guess because it's such like genre fiction right maybe he just goes straight for i haven't read his he has a world war ii book like an alternate history of world war ii book too Ooh, i think it's called uber believe i have not i have not read that so maybe that mm.
0: um, what book was he doing in star wars was he doing the darth vader book where yes. where darth vader gets bangs and uh decides to start having sex with dudes and listening to 60s music
2: no he i, I think darth vader is more into like 70s music Actually,
0: i could see darth vader listening to black sabbath he's 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 like your dad that listens to black sabbath
2: my dad listens to black sabbath
0: of course that's of course. why i said that yep i could i i could I saw that mustache and he was up.
2: He actually had he went to a Black Sabbath show in nineteen sixty seven, I was.
0: That is that's what you call an early adopter.
2: Yeah, it was like we're I don't know, I'm not sh- quite sure on the air, but it was very like if, before their first album, I believe. Is what my dad said he could not hear for three days afterwards. No Maybe that, he
0: should have stood a little further away from the speakers.
2: Like father like son. Uh we we don't you know, we're dumb. Uh <laughs> But I don't. Back to the the, the I don't know the the non like it. I don't. Yeah, I'm I'm perfectly happy with you know straight non straight characters. You know it's very much getting. it, Hopefully we we'll get to the point where I don't mi- pointing it out is probably my complaint with it. Yeah. Like otherwise exactly. I'm fine with it. Like yeah, it's uh, you don't need to point it out. Uh, mm-hmm. Like that is yeah I get it. Everyone reading this book at this point is on board and doesn't care probably that yeah. or likes it. You know, yes. is is happy that there's yes. a book that has non-binary characters in, in different ways. Mm-hmm. So when you point it out like that, it is. I don't. It. I think we're harping on the same thing
0: over and over Yeah, again. no, it's fine. <laughs>
2: uh, but I don't know. So I, I, it's it's what I expected, really, honestly. And but a good book that I would have a little some nitpicky things about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's. Very positive. There's just there's there's those those the McKelvey moments. You mean Karen Gillen? I'm so dumb. <laughs> I just like th- I, I I'm too big on alliteration today. Oh God, what's wrong with me? Uh those 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 Gillen gems, how about that?
2: Not not it's good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's not as good. It's not as good. Oh God. Brain. Brain. I wake up.
2: Well, okay, I'm just going to, we'll make a note. Hey, listeners, right now, every time Eric said Jamie McKelvey in this entire episode, he may carry on especially when he was talking about all Jamie McKelvey's art.
0: Yes, because it's, it's writers draw everything, right? Yeah. That's, that's how it works.
2: Yeah, there's, oh, did, were you on Twitter when that thing happened?
0: What thing?
2: Oh, okay, good. He missed it. You're better off for it.
0: No, please tell me.
2: Oh, that was a big uh, I believe Kurt Busick was the one who started off a large, and normally Kurt Busick is a class act. You know, he's a-
0: This is, this is Kurt, Kurt Busick is, uh, oh, why can't I think of it? Uh, writer uh, of,
2: writer of, uh, of many, S. many, many comics.
0: Uh huh. Um, but like, what's the one- that just recently picked back up. I can't think of the name of it. Is it Astro City? What's that, it called? That is
2: that is correct. Astro okay.
0: City. I, I was for some reason I thought that was wrong and I was anyway, yes.
2: Yeah, uh, writer of Astro City and uh, also um the animal book that I can't think of the name of that had to change its name. Autumn lands.
0: Autumn lands. Tooth yes. and claw.
2: Tooth and claw, yes. Uh he there's a back and forth between first him and and then many people as uh Twitter works. You know, like many, mm-hmm. many people decided to share their view on the writer-artist yes. dynamic and who deserves credit for various things. And nothing got solved, and it just made people a little uh, angry. For Yeah.
0: A, a friend of mine posted a pie chart that's, you know, this color represents uh, you change your mind, this color represents they change their mind, and this red color represents... Nothing changes and everyone's mad at each other. And the pie chart was all red. Yes. It's... Because that is what happens 100% of the time.
2: <laughs> no one changes their minds. No <laughs> one changes
0: their mind. Everyone's butt hurt and everyone hates each other and stops talking. It's, it's a great way to manufacture drama.
2: Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think Kurt Busick had any kind of, I, I'm fairly certain he credits his artists. For you know all all the work they do as much as he can, I, I think he was just trying to stand up for himself, which is not all writers, I believe, is what <laughs> it could be boiled down to,
0: mm-hmm. right?
2: And that's never a good, never a good defense, honestly.
0: I I guess, but you know, it's you can't blame a guy for getting defensive. I
2: don't. I,
0: what? How does this? What does this have to do with Kieran Gillen?
2: I nothing. Okay, <laughs> I don't. I I just was mentioning it. I think.
0: Okay, I I I, I think
2: we were I talking about. Got, I well, thought he we, got
0: Drew in no somehow. Well, I'm su- talk-
2: I, I'm fairly certain that every every comic book artist or writer at least mentioned something about it on Twitter that day. But I think it was because you were conflating the two names is why I brought it up. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: I was doing something dumb, and you'd have to you you decide that makes me think of something dumb that happens.
2: But your the Twitter thinks way dumber.
0: Yeah, of course.
2: That, that that you know impacted hundreds of thousands, probably thousands of people. You know, over. The... I guess that's
0: the the lesson that people need to learn is don't ever don't ever have a fight with people in public. No, it's where not... everyone can read it and and share it.
2: Yeah, it's not
0: necessarily great. <laughs> no, it's not smart. It's not a good idea if someone tells you you're. If, oh God. Yeah, if someone tells you something awful, just be like, okay, thanks. Thank you just for that.
2: That's appreciative. Appreciate block that. them
0: immediately and just ignore it. I think it's a good way to get yourself in trouble. Have a lot of opinions and give them to no one. Anyway, this book is awful, and I think these guys should kill themselves.
2: What? <laughs> Swerve. Again.
0: I've just been bottling it up, guys. <laughs> yeah, he's he's been holding in that
2: hate. No, this is a good book, you guys. I mean, I I think uh, it, it, the it's not like that. The team these guys is not a secret that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that this book is, I don't know. This m- might be the last thing they do at Marvel together.
0: It's a shame they I'm, really did a great job on this. This is probably my favorite thing that they've done
2: they may I mean though they are sure certainly they're finishing up wicked and divine they're still doing yeah. phonogram together and I'm they'll most likely continue to do independent you know create owned own stuff because they'll probably yeah. make more money on that but it's a shame Marvel may bring them back just to as a spl- I, I, a splash I sincerely occasionally. so
0: I sincerely hope so I,
2: there's certainly a lot more you could do with these characters uh, and no one else has really I think that's a, no one else is really using them in any way. You know, you don't ever see, I mean, I think, no, Miss America is in the new Ultimates book, which is not an Ultimate Universe book. It's just called The Ultimates. And apparently it's really good, but I have yet to Mm. read it. That's the same team with Black Panther, Blue Marvel, uh, no, uh, Kate Quasar? Mm -hmm. Old Captain Monica Rambeau?
0: Who is writing it?
2: Oh, uh, I think it's Awing? I'm mm. not positive
0: at I'm I'm not really familiar with him.
2: We yeah, I, he wrote the new one of the Loki way, mm-hmm. most more recent books.
0: Like Loki Agent of Asgard or did did uh did Gillen write that as well?
2: I believe Loki Agent of Asgard was how I'm not also not positive on that, so that's great.
0: Yeah. We'll just have to we'll just have to wonder forever. There's no way we can find out for sure.
2: No, there's no way.
0: There's it's not in the public record at all.
2: Mm mm. No, he wrote Loki Agent of Asgard.
0: Okay, that was a good guess.
2: Uh, regardless, Young Avengers, it's great. It's great.
0: Is that you're telling me the tiger?
2: It is. Indeed. I would recommend it to anyone who enjoys superhero books, honestly. I think it's i think most people are on board with the team. Right, Eric?
0: Mm-hmm. Naturally.
2: Okay, folks. So news. Podcast news. We will be taking a Christmas break, a sojourn, as we uh, do holiday things. See family, open presents, eat ham.
0: I know it takes me a long time to eat ham. Drink. Most, yeah.
2: Drink alcohol so that being with family is less painful.
0: You do like your nog, don't you?
2: I think I'm done with the nog for this year.
0: Good. It's disgusting.
2: I like it a lot, but it it I've had enough of it. I, I like think I'm good with it. Just straight up, probably cocktails or beer will get me through the holidays. Honestly, I don't need to. it. Helps, right, Eric? Substance abuse. <laughs>
0: it is really funny.
2: Narcotics. Uh, but it, we will be returning on let's see the the fourth. You know that that the Monday the fourth will be our next episode. Three weeks from the time you hear this, by the time this drops, and we will be uh we will not have a book club that week. We'll be doing our third. Annual Handsome Boys Handies Awards where we'll be handing out handies to the best books, writers, and artists in comic books. I know I, I've been thinking about it and you know it's it's gonna be tough competition this year. It's a lot of good books came out. Gotta get some categories going, Eric.
0: We do. You have to categorize things.
2: hmm But um yeah. So in three weeks' time we'll see you guys. We have, if uh, you want something to listen to, we have hundred and twenty six episodes. Go back and re- listen to episode one hundred again. It's Watchmen, love it, right, Eric?
0: Always right. Always. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm, I have that on record now. Mm-hmm. But I think that will do it for this week. We are the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. You can find us at handsomeboyscomicshour.com. dot com. All links to all things are there in the entire internet.
0: <laughs> You're such a stupid fuck. <laughs>
2: You can uh, also, of course, wherever you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever podcast app you are using, please rate, review, and subscribe to us. It really helps us out. Uh, give us a good review. It, it helps new people find the show. Uh, we obviously appreciate that. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Hour, on Twitter at HBC Hour, and email us at handsomeboyscomics at gmail.com. Reach out to us any of those places. Let us know what you're thinking, what you're feeling, how you're doing. We want to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at MixmasterCereal. That's M-I-X-M-A-S-T-R-C-E-R-E-A-L. Eric, where can they find you online?
0: Well, you can see my portfolio by going to freewillunlimited.com. And you can see most of the other things I get up to online by going to ericzgoodnight.com, including my Instagram, where I'm known as EasyGoodnight. And you can tweet at me. I am on Twitter at Mr MrBadExample, spelled M-R, Bad Example.
2: So with that, folks, we will call it a day. Have a good one.
0: Rock and roll.